to the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. All right, so I'm super pumped. We're starting a new series. It's a new month. Can you believe we're already in March? Is anybody else like freaking out that it's already March 2020? I'm like, what? Oh my gosh, this is exciting. But anyways, what is 2020? Oh no, this is L-O-Y-A. Come on, we got to be louder than that. What is 2020? My breakout year. And what are we going to do? We're going to break through and break out in every area of our life except for our face, right? I just, that breakout, no thank you, right? And Come on, you guys, wake up. Unless you all believe it for zits all over your face, no thank you, okay? No, we're already over that teenage stage. Let's move on. But we're believing for breakthrough and breakout every day of our life. That's the word of the Lord for us this year at Love Life Church, that this is my breakout year. And that's a daily choice that we need to make. It's not magically going to happen. We need to choose every day that we wake up, it's my breakout year. We need to believe every day that we wake up, it's my breakout year. We need to speak every day that we wake up. It is my breakout year. We need to apply. How are we going to apply this is my breakout year? Why? Because we need to do something different. We want different results, then we need to we need to plant different seeds. We need to plant new seeds. We need to speak life into those things that seem dead, right? We're going to say, no, this is our breakout year. And we need to multiply that this is my breakout year. Not just addition. We're having multiplication, right? Multiplication in our finances. But we're believing for multiplication here at Love Life Church, right? We're also believing for multiplication with these three. These three, three is not just a number. We are agreeing for your three. That means three lives that need to be changed. Three lives that are headed in the wrong direction and they're going to meet Jesus, right? We're about to flip their world upside down, right side up for Jesus, letting them know that they are not alone, that God has a plan for them, that he has a purpose for them. But all this starts with you. It starts with you coming to church Receiving Jesus, waking up to God has a plan for you. He has a plan for you. It doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter what you're currently going through. It doesn't matter anything. You know what you can do? You can invite somebody to church. And you know what we learned last week or the week before? Like it's a, it's a really cool trick. It's the special, like, were you guys ready? Everybody get your notes out. Ready? This is how you invite somebody to church. This is how it's going to work. Ready? Ready, guys? Would you like to come to church with me? Do you know how many people are waiting for you to say, would you like to come to church with me? There are so many people that they see you post something, but they're not quite sure. They see that you got that, you know, that Love Life Church and you ran the 10K. Like, this is my family, Love Life family. And they're waiting for you. And you over here acting all nervous. You over here acting like, oh, I don't, they wouldn't want to go with me. They, they, no, 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 there's no hope for them. They lost, you know. And they're over here waiting for you ask them. They're waiting for you to give them an invitation. They're not waiting for you to be perfect. 
They're not waiting for your, you to have your life all together. They're not waiting for you to get your finances in order, to get your relationship and your marriage all together. And, but isn't that crazy how that's how we think? We think we need, we need to get our finances in order. We need to get our relationship in order. We need to get our, our kids together. We need to get our hair done, our nails done before we're going to ask anybody about Jesus. And they're over here at lost and saying, will you offer me an invitation? That's us here at Love Live. We bold, we brave, and we are we excited, we're passionate. We're passionate about what? We're passionate about what God is doing in our lives. Is God doing something in your life? Seriously, if he's not, wake up because he wants to. He wants to do something in your life. And that's what we're passionate about. Why? Because God is alive today. Not just some Old Testament, not just in the Bible days, not just in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. God's alive today. He's alive right now. He's doing miracles today. He's doing miracles right now. God is here. He's answering your prayers today. He's answering right now. How can I say that? Because he did it for me. And if he did it for me, he will do it for you. And that's our God. He's no respecters of persons. He will do it for anybody. God's a gentleman. He knocks. He's knocking at your heart. He's knocking and he wants into your situation. He's knocking. We just got to let him in. We got to let God into those deep, dark secrets that we're holding and just give it to God. And God, that moment, it's, it's like, oh, why was I holding down to that? Why was I carrying that so long? Why? Because the enemy would like to deceive you. The enemy would like to trick you. He'd like to trap you up and say, no, you're bound by this. But when you learn that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus, when you learn that all things have passed away, when you learn all who you truly are in the blood of Jesus, that when Jesus came, he whooped on the devil, it is done, it is over. And you want to know what? I can't wait to get into my message. This is all for free, okay? This is just for free. We haven't even got started yet. But it is so important that you get to Love Life University. Why? Because it's really important for you to have a solid foundation of the truth of God's word. It's very important for you to know what God says about you and stop believing what you say about you. It's so important that we learn this, what God says about money, what God says about giving, what God says about relationships, what God says about the family unit, what God says, God says so much about in his word, but we need to discover it, right? We need to learn it and we need somebody to teach us. And that's why we have Love Life University. That's why we have service every Sunday, every Wednesday. That's why we have kids class. So that your kids can get it at their age so they don't got to make all the mistakes that we did. That they can learn the blood of Jesus. They can learn who they are in Christ. And then they have to decide for themselves what they're going to choose. So today we are going to talk about daily development through discipleship. Guys, I am all about daily Daily, 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 because this is why I've been here for 23 years. And how, they're like, how can you be so passionate? How can you still be so excited? What is it that drives you? And I believe 100% it's all about your daily relationship with God. It's all about your daily relationship with his word. And it's all about your daily relationship with his church. That's his body. That's us, right? And we, it takes a lot to have a daily relationship with all y'all. Why? Because we funky sometimes. 
And sometimes you come to church and you think at church is perfect people. No, at church is a bunch of broke people. Not broke. We, we ain't broke in Jesus' name. We learned about the word, what God said about prosperity. We learned that God is our provider. He's more than enough. We've been broken, okay? <laughs> That's what I meant. But you come to a place with a whole bunch of broken people that are seeking healing, seeking restoration, and seeking what God says about them. So just as a little reminder to have grace for the person next to you. Have grace for the people that you see in here because you know what? Nobody's perfect. Nobody. Nobody's perfect. And no church has it all together, right? But here at Love Life, we may not have it all together, but together we have it all. Because your strengths, there we go, your strengths and my weaknesses, you can help me grow up and I can help you grow up. And together we are better, we're stronger, and we're in this together. So we're going to talk about daily development through discipleship. Discipleship is simply a follower of Jesus. Like discipleship, what does that mean? It means we follow Jesus. We follow his model, what Jesus said and we, what Jesus did. That's what we're going to do. Discipleship is not an instant process. But somehow we get tripped up and think it is. Somehow we get tripped up. We think that we receive Jesus and somehow we're going to be perfect. We're going to be the perfect man. We're going to be the perfect husband. We're going to be the perfect provider. We're going to be the perfect wife. We're going to be perfect mom, perfect student, perfect son, perfect daughter. We just think that when we receive Jesus, somehow everything in our life magically goes away and we're perfect. But that's not true. That's a lie and that's false. And then we get frustrated when we're not perfect. But let me pop the bubble, you will never be perfect. Never. But you will always be forgiven. You will always have purpose. And there's all, and you know what? It doesn't get easier. You get stronger. You get wiser. You get smarter. You get greater understanding in God's word, in God's truth, and you stop tripping up. You stop falling right in the same hole. Now you're like, there's a hole right there. I'm going to go around. And then when you start really maturing, you start telling others, there's a hole right there. Go around. And they're like, nah, nah, bloom. You know what I mean? And you're like, I already been there. I already told you there was a hole. I got to find out for my, there they go, in the hole, right? And then one day they finally receive Jesus. They get some wisdom. They finally take the Love Life University. And they're like, there's a hole right there. And then the next generation comes in. <laughs> but we have to, true discipleship is winning the lost and making disciples, right? We grow, we show up to grow up so that we can help others. Why? What did Jesus come and do? He was preaching, he was teaching, he was healing, he had compassion, he was, he was meeting the needs of others, he was meeting the needs. That's what, that's what we're here to do. And you know what? It starts with you first. You better preach to yourself, girl, heal yourself in the name of Jesus. When you realize that you got the power, the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of you, whoo, you wake up and you realize, Let's go. We got this. Whatever's going on in this world, we will not walk in fear. I don't care what the news says. I don't care. Everybody's freaking out. I went to go get some water yesterday at Fry's and all the water was gone. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, this is like the end of the world. 
no, everybody calm down. I was just thirsty and I just needed some water for the house. Like, there's, their water was gone everywhere. But we, this is the perfect example. Are we going to live by the world system? Or are we going to live by God's system, his kingdom, the way he does things? What does God say about the situation? Are we to live in fear? Are we to live in faith? We walk by faith. We live by faith. And we also, we ain't going to be stupid. We're going to walk in wisdom. So if you didn't hear Sunday's message, you need to check out that podcast because that was good. I was in the back with the littles that day. We had a great time. But that service was so good. If you haven't heard it, check it out on the podcast, Love Life Church. All right. So discipleship, it's not an instant process. We ain't instant coffee. This is not how it works. We're not Instagram where you just put a filter on your life. No, this is real life, and it's a process. It's a journey. Discipleship is a daily choice. Look at your neighbor say it's a daily choice. Daily. Every single day that we wake up, it's a daily choice. It's a daily choice. So just like in the natural, there's natural stages of development, there's also spiritual stages of development. So you have infant, child, youth, adult. There's also spiritual stages that we can grow through to become mature. We need to grow through these stages. We show up to grow up, right? Having maximum development in every area of our life. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. This is the living Bible. It's like this. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child does. But when I became a man, my thoughts grew far beyond those of my childhood. And now I have put away childish things. I love the way that's put. I love the way it says it. That you put away childish things. When you was a boy, you thought like a boy. But now you're a man, and now you're a woman, and now it's time to grow up. Now it's time to mature. And what do we have to do? We need to put away childish things. But sometimes that's easier said than done. Has anybody else had a fit? Anybody else like, you know, crying? Okay, I'm just going to tell on myself because I always do. I don't care. I'm not afraid of what people think about me. I'd rather be honest up here. I'd rather be real up here so that you could have transformation in your life, so that you could know what this really looks like in real life. So, I mean, a few weeks ago I was throwing a fit. Totally. Like, I want more shoes and I want all this stuff because I'm a girl and I like shoes and I like clothes and I like stuff. I like stuff. Stuff I like, okay? So I'm like, like, God, I don't have any shoes. Like, I want more shoes. And this was like a few weeks ago. I think I already told them myself. And um, I am single and I love it. <laughs> I'll probably be single for the rest of my life. I don't care. Um, but I always think, like, okay, when I'm married, like, of course, I'm going to pick up all the shoes off the floor. Like, if I was married and somebody else lived in my room, I would, I would never leave shoes on the floor because that would be ridiculous. Who would do that, you know? You get up to use the restroom and you fall on the shoes you left on the floor. So, but since I'm not, I always just think, like, when I, when I, you know, does anybody else think, like, when you grow up and you're growing up and you still think, well, when I grow up and then when you grow up and growing up just gets older and older and older and you realize you're never going to pick up the shoes off the floor. So I was crying and whining, not literally crying, but just whining, like, oh, I don't have any shoes. So I decided to pick up the shoes off the floor. 
because I preached that message about being faithful in the little, and I can't be preaching what I'm not doing. So I knew I was about to preach that message in a couple weeks, so I had to clean my room. So I picked up the shoes off the floor, and I had 18 pairs of shoes on the floor. I was shocked. First of all, I own more than 18 pairs of shoes. That's not including the closet full of shoes that are put away. I was shocked. And I like, had to repent. And this seems so petty and so stupid. But like, however it applies to your life, you know what I mean? For reals. So I was like, God, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, I'm not being faithful with the shoes I already have. And I'm over here crying, complaining. And I have 18 shoes that I could care less about on the floor. So I literally cleaned out my whole closet. If you know me, I, I, organization is a weakness, not a strength at all. I have many strengths. I have many strengths, but organization is far from it. So I go and I take everything from my closet, and you know what I do? I put it, in the, I put it on my bed. I put it all over. Who does that? I don't know. That was the dumbest thing I've ever done. I took everything from my closet and put it in the bedroom. I, I, I thought, like, my life was over. I just thought, I'm never going to sleep on my bed again. Who knew I had all this stuff? And anyways, so it only took me four days like four whole days, to reorganize every single thing, every drawer, every sock had a pair, like every single thing. I shredded every old check stub. Like I just like organized everything. I didn't know I had it in me. I honestly didn't know I had it in me. But I decided that it was time to put away childish things. I decided that it was time to grow up. I decided that it was time to take responsibility for where I was in that area of my life. I may be killing it in all kinds of other areas of my life. Doesn't mean that you have everything together. So it was time to take responsibility for that area of my life. And I had to start right where I was. Right? It was time to put away childish things. So that's just an example of what that looks like in your life. What do we need to take responsibility for and put away childish things, right, so that we can grow up? So the goal is to grow up. The goal is to preach, teach, and heal. Like, let's win the world. Then let's walk in character. Let's win the world. Let's also do our job and be on time and have godly character. We take responsibility. We ain't cheating people. We ain't cheating the time clock. When everybody else at the workplace is, we're not, right? We're doing the right thing. We're taking responsibility. So we need to discover, if we want to be like Jesus, we want to follow Jesus. We want to be disciples of Jesus. We're going to follow his model. We're going to be preaching, teaching, healing. We need to discover where we are today. So that we can go to the next level. This is not time for guilt, condemnation. This is time for discovery for where you are in every area of your life. And what's really cool is that like I can be really strong in an area of finances and have it together. And then now I can be really strong. I've been faithful with working out every day. And now I can clean my room. Do you see how like in one area leads to another area of responsibility, which leads to another area of responsibility, which leads to another area of responsibility. And that has everything to do with your relationship with God. Because when you make more time in the morning, you're communicating with God. You're making, creating new habits. 
I have a habit of going to church. Not a Sunday goes by do I wake up and wonder, what am I going to do today? I wonder. Pancakes, waffles, what's, what's today? No, girl, get your butt up, put your makeup on, you're going to church. That's what we do. Yes, we're going to serve in church. We're going to be working in the kids. We're going to be doing whatever it is, whatever they need. Whatever they need from me, that's what I'm going to do. And that's a choice, right? That's a, a choice. But I had to create the habit. I had to create the habit. Wednesdays, oh, am I going to go get tacos? No, you better get your butt to church because there's a word that needs to go forth. So these are the things that we need to to make habits. But first we must discover where we are today so that we can grow and go to the next level, becoming world changers. So according to the scriptures, there are spiritual stages of maturity. There is, you're ready for the stages, okay? You ready? Here we go. In case everybody's like wondering where I'm going next. There is, you're spiritually dead, which means you're an unbeliever. It doesn't mean you're a zombie. It doesn't mean you're the walking dead. It just means that you're an unbeliever. You don't believe. You haven't received. There's infant, child, adult, young adult, parent. So unlike the physical, so like age, you get your first birthday, your second birthday, your third birthday. It's Grayson's first birthday tonight. It's like, woo, happy birthday, Grayson. And he turned one. And he grew, and because it was time, not because he decided, not because he's like, I'm going to grow one years old today. No, it's because it's one year from the day he was born, right? But that's not how it works in the spiritual. A person can be a believer for many years. They can go to church. They can listen to the, to the podcast, but they never apply. They never grow up then there's still a spiritual child, a spiritual infant, needing, needing, needing. Or on the other hand, seriously, a person can be a believer for a few months. They come, they go to Love Life University, they go to Encounter, they start helping on the dream team, they start bringing people to church. They're so excited, they're so passionate, their whole life starts changing in one area and another area and another area, and all of a sudden they're a spiritual adult, just like that. I mean, it's not just like that, but after a period of time, just like that, somebody could have been here 10, 20 years, and they'd be like, oh, man. And they're all mad if somebody's in their seat. They don't even care. I don't take no kind of notes. But they've been here forever. It's like, so I, oh, you know what? I've been here a long time. And I love when people are like, I've been here so long. How come you don't know me? And I'm like, where do you serve? Where do you serve? Because let me tell you, everybody who serves together, we know each other. We family. So don't be jumping on me like, how come you don't know me? You know, how about that? I'm like, whoa, where do you serve? What dream team are you on? What life group you go to? Because then I'll know your name. You know, just saying, just saying we serve together. We do life together here at Love Life Church. So a person can be here for a long time. It doesn't mean you're a spiritual adult. A person can be here for a short amount of time. It doesn't mean you're a spiritual infant. Does that make sense? All right. So spiritual development has to do with your daily personal relationship with God, his word, and the church. This is key. It's a daily relationship that takes daily development. And this is where it's like, oh, you're going to fake it till you make it. You can't fake it till you make it. Because you can't fake growing up. You actually have to grow up. You actually have to take the time to make the choices that help you to grow up. So spiritual development has to do with your daily 
personal relationship with God, his word, and his church. So spiritual stages do not determine a person's value, okay? It doesn't determine how valuable you are into the kingdom. Everybody is valuable. Everybody is valuable. No stage is more important than the other. You're valuable at every stage. You're valuable at every stage. We just become more useful and effective as we grow and mature. Okay, this is the part that I totally love. Because just like in a natural family, okay, if you have a baby, you have a teen, you have a toddler, you get a perfect example. Because you as the mom, you as the dad, you love those kids equally. I mean, you better. That's so weird when people are like, I have a favorite. You should not have a favorite. They all came from you, okay? <laughs> Anyways. So just like in a natural family, the babies, they need constant care. They need their diapers changed. They need to be fed. They need to be birthed. They need to be watched over, right? They need constant care. So children, they start to participate in responsibilities. They start to take out the trash or they pick up the toys. You know, there's, they start taking some responsibilities. Young adults, they start to recognize and take on greater responsibilities. They see that they need to get a job. They need to contribute to the family financially or they need to take responsibility of younger siblings, right? Help them either start being the taxi or whatever. And adults, they move out and they start a family of their own. So that's like how it is also in the spiritual. It's the same. There's different stages, different season, and not everybody's in the same place. So we can't judge. We, just like we can't judge if somebody's saved. Like, first of all, do you think you're God? Seriously, you don't know if they were saved, if they received Jesus. That's between them and God. We can't judge where people are. You may not know their whole situation. You may not know what season they're going through. You may not know what, what time it is for them. Maybe they sow in. Maybe they save it. Maybe it's a time of harvest. Maybe it's a time of plenty. You have no idea what they've been through to get where they're at. So don't judge them where they, they're at. You, the only person you should be judging is you. And you're not judging yourself, you're just finding out for yourself where you're at. Why? So you can grow to the next level. So you can go and grow and see what God has for you. So, and no one's more valuable. I, I think that that's so important to know. Just like the infant is so important is also the young adult. But the young adult does a lot more for the family than that infant. But they're both as valuable. And God celebrates all. He celebrates the infant. And he also celebrates that world changer that's winning the loss and making disciples. Okay. Matthew 7.16. You can identify, this is New Living Translation. You can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. You can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. Singles, okay, this is a freebie, all right? I love this scripture. You can identify them by their fruit. You can identify them by their fruit. So people are like, hey, sliding in your DMs, hey, gorgeous, beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that is the weirdest thing. Do not DM me that. The first thing is just delete, delete, block. That is so weird. Identify them by their fruit. When it's work day here at Love Life Church, when we're outside pulling the weeds, when it's outside sunny, and we over here got a bucket full of weeds, 
And you come up to me saying like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, you lazy fool. Why are you kind of trying to talk to me? Get busy in the house of God. Seriously, this girl's moving and shaking. You better be running. I'm just saying, hey, hey, that's free for the singles. You'll know them how. By their Instagram account? No, that's a lie. Everything you post is a lie. Everything they post is a lie. Why? Because nobody's going to post their stinky, dusty breath, their crusty, dusty toes. I didn't post my 18 shoes on the floor. I would never post my 18 shoes on the floor. So nobody is true. That's a filtered, edited version of everybody. Okay? And if everybody says, oh, I didn't put a filter on it, she still put a filter on it. She still put some concealer on. She still did whatever she did. You know, tell the truth, ladies. Am I, am I telling the truth? There is still a filter on that thing that says hashtag no filter. Yes. Hashtag lies. You can identify them by their fruit. But you know what? We need to identify ourselves. We need to identify ourselves. So we want to identify where we are so that we can grow. Here's some general characteristics, okay, for the spiritual stage. Spiritually dead is that you are an unbeliever, are in rebellion. You're just like, nah, I'm not having it. I'm not feeling it. No thank you. No thank you, right? Doesn't mean you're a zombie. It just means that you're rejecting the things of God. God has a way of doing things. You choose them or you reject them. It's your choice. Like I said, God's a gentleman. He knocks. He doesn't force himself in. You have to invite him in. All right? Spiritual infant means ignorance, confusion, dependency. You're like, what? What did pastor say? I'm sorry. I'm confused. What's going on here? And, and you call your life group leader every five minutes. You're like, okay, hey, um, this, this, that. It's not a bad thing. It's just understanding where you are. And if you're not reaching out to somebody in this stage, you're faking it to yourself. And you're going to stay stuck in that stage for a lot longer because you're not seeking help. You're, you're like trying to fake it like you're an adult. But we all know you're not because there's no faking it till you make it. That's so not true. The true you is walking, living, breathing. How? Because we know you by your fruits. What are the results of your life, the results of your choices? And if you want better results, you need to seek help. You need to seek new information. Spiritual child is self-centeredness. And this is fun, too, because you're like, God's word said this about me. I'm more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You're like, whoa, we can win the world. And I love being a spiritual child for so many reasons because they walk by faith. They believe it. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Pastor Dan said it. It's like, whoa, that's the word of the Lord. Let's go. I don't doubt it. I don't question it. I don't be like, mm, not sure. No, let's go. That's it. So, you know, you got to keep all of these things. But there's self-centeredness. And, and you you got to remind yourself, too. Like, you got to say your morning confessions. you got to be like, hey, girl, you're going to change the world today. This is the day. you got to remind yourself. But where are you in this? Are you, are you a spiritual child in your finances? Are you, whoa, got quiet. <laughs> got awkwardly quiet. Are you self-centered when it comes to your tithe? Or, or you know that that's God's. You're like, oh, no, that's God's. So we, these are the questions that we have to ask ourselves so that we can identify where we are. A spiritual adult slash young adult is God-centered, 
other-centered. They're passionate about what they're doing. A spiritual parent. This is what I love. The spiritual maturity means you have many spiritual children. Does it mean that you just walking by at the drive, uh, you know, at Taco Bell, and you're like, would you like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? She's like, yeah. Okay, say this prayer after me. And then you're like, I'll take two more fire packets. Yeah, I got to go. No, spiritual parenting means that you invite them to receive Jesus, and then you parent them. We need, we need fathers of nations, mothers of nations rising up in this generation because they're spiritual kids that need mothering. They need fathering. They need that discipleship relationship. They need somebody to say no. Yeah, I said it. No. You're not allowed to do that. Why? Because these are the consequences you will have to pay. These are the consequences. A spiritual parent, a parent says no because they love you. A parent doesn't say no because they're like, <laughs> my mom said no, now I get to say no. No. Sometimes they feel like that, but no, just kidding. They do it because they know that there's consequences. They know that in this life there's many things. And sometimes kids don't understand. They don't understand the consequences of all their choices. But when they get that understanding, they ultimately want to make the right choice. They want to take responsibility. They just didn't know. They didn't know the effects that those choices would have on others, right? They didn't know the choices that they were making were going to affect so many. When you're a kid, you don't understand that. Would you guys agree? You don't understand that. And you're like, why is your mom saying no? Why is your mom saying brush your teeth, brush your teeth? Because she didn't want you to have nice teeth when you grow up. That's why she's like, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. She wants you to have favor with your teacher so your breath don't stink. She's like, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. Not because she's a dentist or a hygienist, maybe she is, but it's because she wants you to have healthy hygiene, right? So spiritual parents, they have spiritual kids. They're intentional. They're strategic. They're mission-minded. They're constantly winning the lost, making disciples, winning the world, and raising world changers. They know that they were put on this earth to raise generations that will raise generations that will raise generations to be on fire for Jesus. We will see a sea of people that love God, that serve God, that are passionate about God, that they're leading in their generation. I believe that with all of my heart. And I just love that we're having a whole generation get understanding, not just like, not hype, actual understanding of what it means to be a world changer, to change the world, how one person at a time, one family at a time, one workplace at a time, one school at a time, one city at a time, one state at a time, one nation at a time, like that's how we're going to do it when we have the understanding that we're here to preach, teach, and heal, have compassion on others just like Jesus. Why? Because we are followers of Jesus. We're disciples of Jesus. We're going to mimic the model that he set, and he was the greatest leader that ever walked this earth, and he was also the greatest servant. He was the greatest servant. He always was talking about serving, 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 serving. He was washing his disciples' crusty, dusty feet. I don't know if I will ever reach that status. I barely want to wash my own feet, let alone somebody else's feet. That's the 
thing. Oh my gosh, even little kids' feet are nasty. They gotta cut their toes. I'm like, ew, no. Um, but anyways, I would if I had a kid, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. In the spiritual, I've been cutting you guys' toes for how long? Wiping your butts and wiping your nose. Why? In the spiritual, that's what we've been getting down. Like, what's going on? Helping you grow up. Helping you been through so much. So I'm doing my part. And all you moms do your part. And I just bow because, oh, my gosh. Okay? So we want to change the world. Right? It's important for us to identify where we're at. Are we an unbeliever in that, in that area of our life? Do we unbelieve that God's our provider? Do we unbelieve that God's the healer? Or do we believe that he's a miracle worker? Do, do we believe that he will give seed to the sower? So it's important for us to ask ourselves where we are so that we can grow to the next level. So we want to grow up and be spiritual parents right? Winning the lost, making disciples. But discover where you are today. How are we going to do this? This is why we have Love Life University. It is so important. I want all of LLYA Dream Team to do it again and again and again and again and again and again because you want to know what? You don't really know something until you can teach it to somebody else. When you can teach it to somebody else, you know you got it. When you can break it down to kindergarten level, you know you got it. When otherwise, you don't have it. You don't know it. You may have memorized it, but you're not yet applying it. And that's discipleship. What you receive, you give. What you receive, you're giving out to others. That's how we become the hands and feet of Jesus. And we start understanding who we are and where we're supposed to be doing. Did you guys receive something tonight? I believe it. All right. What is 2020? There we go. My breakout year. What are we going to do? Breakthrough and break out. I love the, the video that Pastor Dan has. That our spirits are strong. Our emotions are settled. Our mind is disciplined. Our body is healed and whole. We are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We are Love Life Church. And this is our breakout year. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.